You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful Saturday here at 2 Triple R. My name is Jeremy. I have the esteemed privilege now joining me on the program, The Violet Stones. I've got Sarah, Neil, and Jared here from the band ahead of their single in a fortnight's time called Kill Me. How are you guys? Good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the single that's coming out. So this song's actually pretty old. I don't even remember how long ago we wrote it. Like, probably two years ago or something. I guess it's one of our favourites, Play Live. And I guess the song is about how like, society sort of brainwashes us to not be able to think for ourselves. Like makes us depressed sometimes. How long ago was the song recorded? So we we tracked the drums. It's actually uh, so we recorded the drums for our whole um, second album in November or something last year, and it's just been we've recorded little bits um, in sections. Like we recorded bass, and then we recorded guitars, and then vocals. Yeah, and it sort of put us back a bit this lockdown <laughs> but should be recording more soon i guess what i was fishing at there guys is that a song with that kind of lyrical content and meaning behind it might take a new shape during this time have you sort of revisited the lyric set during corona and and rethought what it means to you or what it might mean to the audience uh not really because we we finished it um before this all happened i think yeah now that you mentioned that it definitely <laughs> adds a different perspective to the song but I mean people will interpret things however they want to whether that's literally or (laughs) (laughs) metaphorically yeah so that's a cool perspective to look at I guess I'm really looking forward to hearing it and what's been the musical direction of late so you released your first album debut album last year and it was I guess I would describe it as a classic rock album and had Australiana influences I sort of could hear a little bit of maybe a violent Soho influence in there. What's sort of the trajectory of this new single and, and I guess the album that it's leading to? We're incorporating more like heavier influences because I think a big influence recently on all of us is like System of a Down and personally Corn. But we all have different influences, so it's sort of... I don't know, it always turns out different. I think this single of ours is a, a good taste <laughs> test for the album in the direction that we, we're going with our sound. I think it's definitely a lot more heavy and less, I guess, <laughs> what the Sarah said. Just move down and call. It's interesting that you bring up those bands because I, I guess they were bands that I listened to when I was in high school and it, it's so interesting to hear bands now name checking that era of music as an influence it was almost a dirty word when i was growing up and and now people have become really proud of it and really they're really wearing bands like well like corn on their on their sleeve as something they're proud to be influenced by what is it that, about that sort of era of music and how did you guys come to discover that it starts off light and then you <laughs> eventually get into heavier i don't know it's, yeah. it's a it's a process i think that might be different for all of us Nirvana. But it started with Nirvana for me. Yeah, I think Nirvana's like the main band. And then there's some bands, I can't remember what. It might be like Seether for me. 
I think Cedar has some really heavy songs and that sort of like branched it over to Which I heavier. Mike's heavy. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I got into music and stuff. I was straight into like stuff from Linkin Park. So a lot of the heavy stuff I'm already familiar with. Yeah. It's just when we came back into the grunge a bit, that was new territory for me. I guess one of the big differences for me, for me to throw my hat in it, is that the, the bands you're name checking have very, very clean, well-produced music. Like that, you know, Linkin Park and Korn, everything has to be really really expensively produced so that it doesn't sound too messy. Whereas when I listen to you guys, there's a lot of that grunge influence where things get stripped back and removed and not everything has to be as crisp and clean. So I think that's why I was sort of looking at some of those early 90s influences as well. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about the other 90s bands that you're into and how they're influencing your new sound? Oh, yeah, that's like an early influence as well. Like uh, Silver Chair. Silver Chair. I don't think Slipknot is like 90s. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's an older influence of mine that I really love. You guys have released two albums. Well, sorry, you released an album and it sounds like you're tracking toward another album this year quite close together. Tell me about that. That workload seems quite intense for a, a newish band. What is the writing process and how does it happen so quickly for you all? Basically what happened is when we, we first got together at the end of 2016, yeah. Yeah early 2017 and we basically just wrote like a whole bunch of uh, songs and so we basically wrote our two albums essentially in like the first year and a bit so i bring a song to the band like i write it in my own time and then everyone just like adds their part together and then it becomes what it is and so we did that in the first uh, year and a half basically and we just like played gigs and I think the reason we didn't record was because I didn't have a job, so I couldn't fund it, really. Yeah, and once I got a job, I, we could start, like, funding it. Absolutely. And then what kind of tour did you follow it up with? Were you just doing the East Coast, or did you go all over Australia, or, or what were you doing with that? We had, uh, did a album launch at the... <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the band. I, I was Factory Theatre. Yes. We did it Factory Theatre, did we? Factory, yes. Factory yeah. Theatre, that was good. We had some uh, great bands uh, that played along with us. Mm. In terms of tours, uh, we didn't do like much of a tour. We did like a small trip up Queensland, which we kind of like half said it was a tour. <laughs> but that was just two shows that we played. So there's been a little bit of a lineup change as well. Is, is that something that's happened super recently? Mate, uh, old drummer, he decided that he wanted to pursue other things. So he... I think it was in May, like all around the same time last year, he let us know. And well, the plan was to get another drummer by the time we released the album, so it could be like a smooth transition. But he agreed, he agreed to play our album launch and record with us for our second album. So our second album has our old drummer playing the songs. Yeah, currently we don't have a, say a permanent drummer. We just have a drummer that we play live with. Oh, we have the drummer in the works soon, hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah. So how far away is the new album? When can we expect to hear it? Probably late this year. Not yeah. sure when exactly. 
because we've finished tracking everything but most of the vocals and some of Jared's guitar parts. Yeah. And obviously it needs to be mixed and mastered. Tell me a little bit about the live experience and what you guys are missing during um, COVID. Playing was really on and off. Like there were some months we'd have like three, four gigs lined up back to back and then there'll be other ones where we'd have like a couple of weeks break where we'd just chill out, wait for our next show or just organize our next rehearsals and stuff. It was really annoying and then we had like a bunch lined up. I think we had around like three or four in the next coming months and then Corona happened <laughs> and so we had none again. So it's like a shame because we're really looking forward to playing them. I think there's been a lot of bands that similar things have happened to. Who are the other bands in, in Sydney that you uh, love seeing when you're either a support act or you yourself are just going out on the town and, and looking to listen to lo- local music? I love this band called The Dead Love. Yeah, I've seen them loads of times, but they're really cool. They're like a super grunge punk band. Also Tideline, but they're not really local. And they're from Queensland now. I think they're from Brizzy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Tonight Alive is a <laughs> local. Well, I mean, most of them are from Sydney. I will see any of their show if they ever come to Sydney, so... I love seeing them. But. Uh, sometimes I just go out and um, just see whatever bands that are playing at local venues. I saw this band whose drummer is a friend of ours. They're called Art- Artisan. They're really good. Lansdowne. Uh, Lansdowne was uh, really fun to play. That's always kind of been a gig that I had to play. I guess walking past it as a kid and seeing like live music being played in there. My little dream was fulfilled. Yeah, Lansdowne was really fun and uh, Bucket List kind of a tick. It's interesting you bring up Tired Line because I think they they sort of lie the the blueprint for what your band, the trajectory your band could be following because they have that similar style, that like throwback 90s thing with the the female vocalist and the the really grungy guitar riffs and things like that. It's 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 really really cool. Let's just return to the single because that's what we're here to talk about. The single is called Kill, Kill Me uh, from the Violet Stones. Tell me about the the background. Where did it start? How did it start? I wrote it <laughs> in my bedroom. There's actually a, an acoustic version of it on my YouTube channel, and it's just like me it's it was actually just after i wrote it i remember and i recorded it and then put it up so whenever that video went up that's when i wrote it i think then and then i brought it to you guys and then you did your magic, magic our magic <laughs> old drummer Marte and i bass and drums i think we really locked in on this song really well we communicated a lot and a lot of our there's a bit of call and response with some bass riffs and some like drum fills and stuff so it's really some really like tight moments and what's is there a breakdown you yeah. said there's a breakdown yeah. it's really cool fun song <laughs> and it's our favorite to play because i i think just that the rhythm is really like mm. tight in it and clever i think yes yeah. it wouldn't have been the same without um these guys input yeah so then we recorded it um drums then bass then guitar and vocals and we got it mixed of it it's, it's really different from our first album it's more clear. It's sort of, I guess, similar to. I don't. I don't know if you know the Dead Love, but their album. I gave their album like a reference for the, for the track because a lot of Marte's fills and stuff. He does like a lot of fiddly stuff, so you sort of need to hear everything. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Violet Stone, Sarah, Neil, and Jared. It's been so awesome to have you joining me on Quiet Fire today. If this album goes to plan, what is your one rock and roll dream that you will be coming true maybe this time next year? To be able to quit my job. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the ultimate goal, I think. Everyone, like every musician's um, plan is to just live off like what you love doing, which is music. So it's yeah. a big dream. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to hear it, guys. I'm super excited. And I'll be giving the song a spin in a couple of weeks. It's not quite out yet. As soon as it does come to air, we will definitely be giving it a spin. I think after this, I'm going to be playing the lead single from your first album, Exordium, the single Intensify. Before we go out, would you like to give me an introduction to that song, please? Hi, we're the Violet Stones, and you're listening to our single from our album, Exordium, Intensify. <laughs>